anyone who's been adjacent to these processes talks about it with such a reverence, like it was such a beautiful, special thing mm. and, and really unique. Might be on a Safia track, which is pretty cool. Um, it's like a, it's very fun. It sounds really good. Really? I've heard it, yeah, it's great. Yeah, he's, oh, he's incredible. He's a wizard. Mm, Ben's great. insane. And um, yeah, just being in that space with him hearing these songs. Yeah, I, look, I can't I, wait to see what, what you get up to in America and maybe I'll come over. I could fall flat, like who knows? Like it's a big risk, who knows? But yeah. um, like it is very much on my radar to like go there and you know drop a line back for all the people well, that I think are excellent. Europe, you know, like yeah, exactly. Barely been a minute and I can't stop thinking about you. Yeah. Getting the exclusives in. Yeah, yeah. I was like, giving it all out. Alrighty, well, let's get into it. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us in the flats. Thank you. Uh, very lucky to catch Chris before you leave Canberra. What's going I'm, on? I'm how's, lucky one how's, how's life? Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, for context, I'm, yeah, I'm flying out of Australia, uh, you know, within 10 days or something. So, um, and, you know, I've got three shows in the next 20 hours. So, yeah. One tonight? Yeah, two tonight, would you two believe? Two tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. It's the usual flurry of... Hectic schedule. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to, hard to, hard to see the future from the snowstorm, just one step at a time, but, um, yeah, good. I mean, the, like, I'm just always, uh, I don't know, always overflowing with the things that I like to do because I only ever do things if I like them. So being, like, too full on is not stressful. It's just like, oh, wow, great, yeah. great. Yeah. Something else to, you know, yeah, focus on. What a great way to live life. It's okay. It has its costs, <laughs> as you can imagine. But mm. I take them, yeah. Better than the alternative. I've lived the other way. It's no good. And, and so have you been in the in the studio have yeah. I been in the studio? Oh, so, yeah, so yeah, I have. Yeah, yesterday did a session with Ben. Um, might be on a Safia track, which is pretty cool. Um, it's like a, it's very fun. It sounds really good. Right? Really, I've heard it. Yeah, it's great. Disco wow. jungle beat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't help but get up and move to it, mm. boogie to it. It's a very fun tune. So when can we expect that, or it's kind of unknown? Unknown at the moment. Um, I feel like. You know, potentially maybe start of next year. They're they're pretty close. Like Ben was talking about getting some interludey things happening, but the album's like really coming together, and I can't wait to hear all of it. We've we were lucky enough to hear the mm. single that's going to be released before it, or one of them. Oh yeah, do you know when that's coming out? That's that's a good question. Oh, it's sublime. It's, it's really really good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait to hear the whole the whole thing, the whole package. It's one of those things though with like. The, like, I think it's a bit invisible how often artists will have had a song that they're sitting on for like two years or something before you finally get to hear it. It's so, whereas, like, from the other side, it's so infuriating to, like, you know, there's because there's obviously all these processes that you have to run through from when you write something. Um, I wonder if it's just because of, like, the, I don't know, the level that we're at or is it a strain thing? But I feel like, um, you know, so often artists will, like, like, you talk to some artists and, camera and they're like they've got their plan for their release in 2024 or whatever and like it's just, it's just <laughs> alien to me because I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm sitting on I mean even just between the two of us we're sitting on a number of tracks that are like yeah. come on get them out got to get them out want to want to release them and but there's yeah you know, there's al always uh there's always more you can do on a song and there's always a set there's a minimum threshold of stuff that you should do and then then once you get to the end of a quality 
like where you feel like you've got a quality product, you then the question is like, oh, what's the you know the right way to release stuff? And yeah. like you have to worry about your audience, have to worry about you know radio industries, etc. And mm. yeah, and increasingly there is no right way. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've got people coming through here all the time, t- totally different approaches, and they've gone different directions with it. Mm. And some work, some didn't. Yeah, mm. I feel like you just got to map to who you actually are. I was just having this reflection because because these three shows I'm doing in the next twenty four hours they're all pretty distinctly different, but they're all like kind of honest to me and so I just re- I just came from a rehearsal um, and yeah within it I was thinking oh man why don't I just like put just record these songs and put them out like it like what's the what like what I kind of have historically been protective of like some idea of like oh it needs to be the project needs to be consistent like needs to have a consistent type of genre or make sense or whatever but even then like I've never actually even done that anyway so like I don't think <laughs> the people that like my stuff care about that so yeah I definitely don't so hopefully I reckon yeah. it's good not to put yourself in a box, and, you know, because yeah. you do. It depends on the day what we what comes out and what you make. Yeah, for sure. If it feels good, do it. Gaddafi's law. <laughs> yeah, how, how did that go for Gaddafi? <laughs> Look, he's dead. Can I'm we bring that up on the screen? <laughs> what, what happened to Gaddafi for safe? What did happen to Gaddafi? <laughs> Speaking of Gaddafi, now, um, what is it like working with uh, Ben and this Safi guys? Because you've worked with them quite a bit, Just I Ben. Yeah, I actually only ben. met Michael last night, which was great. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I met Ben when I got to know Chris properly um, at Eagle Village, the second one mm. that was around this time last year. Um, and, yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean, we've got a track that we made with Ben and Charlie, um, Charlesworth. Same story, though. It's, like, done and, like... When's it going to be out? Yeah. I mean, I said to him last night. Yeah. To turn (laughs) up the clamps. I was like, when are we going to put that out? And he was like, it's just, it's like, it's 5% more needs to be done to maybe like the chorus or something. Like something needs. No, it's done. (laughs) I reckon. Are you watching this? I thought it was done. I thought it was done when when we did it in the, you know, couple hours at Eagle Village. But I mean, it just keeps getting better somehow, which I didn't think was possible. But I mean, I'm happy to. But yeah, look, I'd put it out yesterday. But, um. Yeah, he's oh, he's incredible. He's a wizard. Mm, Ben's great. insane. And um, yeah, just being in that space with him, hearing these songs and his production is just like, yeah, incredible. It's I'm also really fan. nice to see because like, I mean, it's easy to say someone's good because there's so many people that are good at doing things, but it's also so like scaffolded, you know, like you can really see how he's been working on specific things for years and how, um, you know, that's sort of built a set of skills that, you can easily quickly bring certain things together without having the friction of having to figure out things or anything. Like he already knows like what he wants to get out of things and how to execute it and how much quicker and more powerful that makes you in mm. making electronic music. Yeah. Cause he, I think he's been doing it for like five years or something. Oh, more than that. More than that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, I asked, I was like, when was your first big gig? And he was like maybe five years ago or something. But yeah, he's been doing it you yeah. know, time. Yeah. It takes. I think... It's probably his scale of what a big gig is is also like, you know, different to what yours or mine might be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And tell us about that uh, riding retreat thing. So you were both oh, on yeah. that on that together. Yeah. And that has led to some of these songs like with Ben yeah. now. Yeah. Like, how did that sort of flow and that experience there? Well, I guess we all kind of met. I didn't know anyone that was going besides Kobe um, for movie. And friend of the show, yeah, yeah, friend of us all, (laughs) angel from heaven, 
an angel, truly. And uh, yeah, we just, <coughs> I don't know, somehow. I think it's worth explaining what it is at all. Like, because uh, people watching, yeah. watching it might not, yeah. listening yeah. might not know what it is. The Eagle Village is a, um, it's a songwriting retreat that's run um, by Joel Terrell of Hands Like Houses and um, formerly with Music ACT, where uh, we go out to um, the, the Eagle Village, which is a farm at Ingalara, which is just past Michelago, maybe 50 minutes south of, the, of Canberra. And um, and it's just there are two studios set up and a bunch of artists and basically it's, it's a few days with kind of free license in a sense. There's a loose structure of like rotating artists through with producers and things like that. But beyond that, there's no specific there's no specific outcome that um, you're meant to come up with or anything like that. And so it just becomes like a, I guess because it's so it's such a abstract thing to talk about, but because vibe is like at the center of it. Um, everything that grows out of it uh, if, is like from a generous and authentic and um, excited place. So all these artists were like, you know, because we hadn't met each other before going to that. And, you know, so suddenly we're thrust into a session where we've got, you know, half a day and it's just it's just the, the two of us and a couple other people to like write a song. It's, it's quite a vulnerable thing to do and quite an intimate thing to do. And so... Um, yeah, and I think that's what made us kind of like we got to know each other so yeah, quickly at yeah, that time. Yeah, you have to. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's such a beautiful thing to get to do. Anyway, uh, from this uh, this process, so so there's different roles that people have within there. Ben was there uh, as a producer and and had a studio set up, and so is Louis Montgomery. And Louis's been to the two that have existed, and and so have I. And my role there is sort of like a, I guess a creative director or like a creative producer or something to sort of run the sessions and make sure that we're all you know, moving forward, but which, but really, I mean, I'm just another artist. Kind of, yeah. Just another artist that's in the, mm. in the room, um, moving things along. But, um, I guess cause I've, I don't know, had more years run through my body. I've seen more circumstances and have more capacity to see what, you know, how we can get, a, get over some basic problems or whatever, and just, you know, create the platform upon which we can all soar. And, uh, I, I really, which I, you did so well. Oh, thanks. So look mutually, because I, I really wish that all these songs were out so that people could hear it. B because like anyone who's been adjacent to these processes talks about it with such a reverence, like it was such a beautiful, special thing mm. and, and really unique. Even Ben, you know, Ben has done so many of those co-songwriting things. And first thing he said was like, this is like nothing else I've, I've been to. It's like this. And uh, yeah, all of us had that experience regardless of where we were from or what our background was. Um, and uh, and I think that that, that sits <coughs> within the music, but we're, you know, because of lag times and things like that, not much of the music is is out from those sessions yet. One song is um, Lucy Sugarman uh, on her EP "Forget to Forget It" is, is um, oh, was born from one of those sessions. Right. Yeah, I was in that session, which was nice. And, That's um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great actually because we just sort of like, you know, ev the job's always different when you're in a room with make like making stuff. It's not like. Um, it's not like building a house or whatever where, you know, you can have a good idea of how to optimally demarcate everything. You know, every artist is different in, in, in pretty significant parameters. And for Lucy, you know, it was really just a case of getting out of the way and just sitting there and watching her, like, you know, I, I, I even almost left the room. We were in the room for maybe seven hours together and um, I, I have a watch that tells me when I haven't stood up and, and, I, it just, and I was just sitting there, like, staring, focusing really intently and it kept beeping. I was like, oh, has it been another hour? Oh, has it been another, has it been another hour? And I was like, I haven't really had to do anything. Maybe I should go and just see if I could be useful to other people. But I thought, no, the job's to be present. And then maybe 20 minutes after that, she just suddenly looked up and was like, where does it go now? And then, like, you know, roped in and, like, we're working on the song together and, like, it's so... It's so um, it's such a different type of work to anything mm -hmm. else. It's really, um, 
yeah, for those of us who love to do it, it's really spiritual. Like, uh, yeah, uh, maybe that's a naff word to use, but yeah. it's quite transcendent to do. It is really like nothing else I, I get to experience. I love it. Yeah. Well, a lot of the time you, you could go into those things and it could be great, but not much would come out of it. Yeah, sure. But it sounds like these, like we've had a few people who were on those, it really was something that produced a lot of music that we're going to see soon. Yeah. And, and it's going to really have an impact. And yeah. the connections. Yeah, exactly. The flow on benefits, even separate to any of the songs, yeah. is so high. Like Sophie and I have worked together so many times now on different things yeah. and it's such a joy to, to get to do. In fact, we're even performing together tonight. Um, and, you know, we may not have even crossed paths if... Yeah. Certainly not in the way that we did. Yeah. Yeah. Still, um, like, yeah. Best three days of my life. And yeah, I feel the same. from all of the relationships and connections I've made from it, I'm just, yeah, insanely grateful. Um, Chris, like, holds this insane space for people to be able to create in, like... And, and it was so quickly, like, I didn't know you, but we just... Yeah, I don't know. I established this kind of trust, and and there was the song that we wrote, "Holy Water," that kind of came out um, after we did like this really. Um, what was that type of yoga that we did in the morning called? Um, I don't know what the yoga is called, but the we, it's the it's the one that has the stretch component because of yeah opening like the heart space yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. I can't remember. And it was just like we held it for like, a long time, yeah. and Nicole and I were just like you know crying and just sort of like everything was things were being released and then after that like session we went into a writing session and um yeah some beautiful like holy water came out and nicole and kobe were in the other room with ben and joel and they did um the sun is shining and that song like is mm. so beautiful like i really hope that gets released because i often go to the dropbox and listen to that one um, I, I think the thing, like, if people listening are creators, like, I know a lot of your audiences are artists and things like that, um, you can't underestimate the impact of, like, the version of you that you are intersecting at the point at which you go to make stuff. Like, like the like the environment, your environmental surroundings, the people, you know, the last conversation you had before you walk into a room, the people you're working with, all the that meal, stuff is, yeah. the meal you ate, absolutely. Which Tora, all, like, Joel's partner exactly, Tora just yeah. cooked these beautiful meals for us and... Yeah, it's it just, just feels so dream. loved and cared yeah. for and that just provides such a, you know, it only has to expand the platform of safety just a little bit and that can have huge exponential differences in how much more generous you are to a track or how much open, more receptive you are to an idea or an emotion or, mm. you know, that sort of safety. It's, it's um, yeah, not, it cannot be overstated. That, yeah. is, that is the work as much as any other element of it. Yeah. yeah. And which is why we love it, so that, that space so much because it's like an opportunity that you don't normally get. Um, and sadly, like, you know, I've heard... Um, you know, a bit of the background, like I'm trying to um, get the resources to put them on again. And it's, it's like, it doesn't seem to translate as an understandable experience. Like I overheard someone saying, oh, it just sounds like you guys had a bit of a piss up. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I mean, why not? I don't even drink. So I, I didn't like that. Um, <laughs> that's a, a characterization, but just more like, even if we did, like, you know, it's not building a house, you know, it's not the type of work where you need to sit down. Oh, sorry, you guys weren't even, you know, writing these songs over spreadsheets. That's not real work. Like, mm. that, you know, that's not how that work happens, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had that a bit too where people assume a process that is attached to something. So assuming that everyone that makes videos, writes a script, does storyboarding right. and then does shot listing and then – but. Other artists, they just do what they want. They, you know, it's uh, it's different to every person what their process mm. is. So, trying to box that in and ju judge a, 
a way to do something is kind of interesting to me that people think that way. It's certainly worth interrogating and having a relationship to it and like seeing that it makes a difference. But the idea that you, that someone else would be like, no, that's the wrong way to do it. The right yeah. way to do it is yeah. like, you know, like that's how can you determine that? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess for you, so it's good because you've recently just graduated from ANU School of Music yeah. versus Chris who's been doing it in Canberra for a while now. Having those mix would have been like really cool too. Yeah, it was a completely different world. Um, yeah, the the school of music was just super jazz heavy and like um, I had one like one kind of recording class in my first semester, which was great and kind of got a feel for how sessions had run, which was a good um, thing to have in my pocket before going to something like Eagle Village and you know, super grateful for all that. And, but yeah, like <laughs> Eagle Village, those three days or something was, I don't know, kind of, I grew more as an artist in that time than I think I did any other time in my life. Um, yeah, I'd believe it. Like I really sort of, um, like I'm pretty critical of the way music education is done generally, like, but especially uh, it's something I've just noticed because I play with a lot of people from the school, obviously, through the years, and I didn't go there myself. And so often, like, a common characteristic for people who have had a particular type of formal training is that they have in their head a pre... Like, back on the video editing conversation, they have a predisposed notion of, like, what's wrong, the mm. wrong way to do things. Mm. And once you have that, like... That, that just immediately frames you. Like if you're like, if you're concerned about making a mistake or, um, you know, that's, that's the instant death of creativity because creativity is making, you know, mm. you, you can't, you can't but make mistakes or try things or, you know, you need to have the safety to take those risks. And if you're like, oh, okay, what's the good thing to do here? Um, rather than, you know, what's the yeah. true or what, you know, what am I yeah. actually feeling? How do I, how is this yeah, going to express totally. it? You know? Yeah. You can construct an entirely different, um, yeah. Yeah, out, like, out, output, yeah, and yeah. it really shows, I think, yeah. Yeah, for three years of my life I was focusing on, my perf my major was performance, so I was really just, yeah, drilling things until I felt like they were, you know, well, nothing's perfect, but perfect, like I was just trying to get them so good and in the muscle memory so that I could just do it without even thinking and stuff like that, but, and then going to something like Eagle Village where it's so... Um, everything's just super raw and you just have to share your ideas. Otherwise you're not going to sit, like I wasn't going to sit there in silence and not have an input. Like I was, yeah. you know, trying to, um, yeah, share and create with everyone. So it's just, um, it's super being, it's a yeah, super vulnerable thing to, to do, but it, you, people like you and, and everyone else just in that space was made it feel super safe and, um, made me feel like I was able to do that, which was really crazy. I just can't believe I found myself in that space. Like it was, it's just so good. And now, yeah, getting to perform with you tonight and um, hopefully working with Ben more. It's going to be great. I can't wait to your own stuff. stuff. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Hopefully releasing, well, hopefully I'm definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely releasing a song. I've, I've spent the, <laughs> I've paid for the master. It's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to release that maybe next month. Um, yeah which is exciting um, because I've been writing songs for about three or four years and, yeah, finally feel like the ball is rolling and things are happening and um, that's just a really nice thing. I'm really Stage glad to, to hear that. It's, it's funny from my end of experience because I've had, you know, been lucky enough to work with people in those sort of 
and have that safety and risk taking, et cetera, et cetera. The thing that really shone as an experience for me was just like being in a space where everyone was pulling in the same direction without any friction. Like there's no, like, you know, like egos. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like sort of, you know, like day one, like, you know, I mean that second session that we did, you know, I just walked in, lay down on the ground, put a thing on my lap and like started just playing. And no one's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, no one, there's no, like, there's no like fear. Like you can't just go in normal society and do that stuff because people are like, what are you doing? Or why would you be doing that? Or even be like, oh, that's cute. Or there's just even a lens of, you know, just the gap. Because obviously, you know, we'll have different personality types and things like that. And, um, and I think for those of us who, uh, you know, saw in this type of arena, there's like, like the friction can be, it can be degrading, but even at a baseline, it's just like um, just a bit costly or something, like a transaction cost on doing things. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Like even, even just now, like it's, it's not even a big thing, but, um, you know, like not everybody in at the Ainsley shops is, you know, a tall man wearing earrings. So like some people are just like, I just know some of the old people are like, hmm. And like, you know, that's, that there's no malice or like, you know, it's, it's a nil cost transaction, but it's just more like, this is the difference between, um, that versus like, you know, in, when you're in the artistic space that's safe, obviously everyone's just like completely themselves and whatever you want to do. Great. Let's hear that out or let's pursue that. Rather, yeah. I don't know. It's, that's probably a dumb example given the tens of th thousands of things that, um, you know, uh, um, frictions in a day for trying to live an artistic life in in Canberra, but um, yeah, being finding spaces that uh, are um, not safer. It's not, it's not really the idea of safety, but well, it's because it. part of the reason yeah. that you've incentivized um, you're moving over to the US is because that being an artist. Well, I'll ask you, has being an artist been hard in Canberra and that is part of the decision to y you moving? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and, like, you know, that's, like, I don't want to be too... Um, I'm, I'm certainly not utopian or... Um, not, I'm not utopian in that I don't, I'm like, oh, there's going to be this perfect society where everything's really great for artists especially and mm. whatever. Like, I think the struggles are pretty universal. Um, and But also similarly, I'm not too like, and it sucks here and it's so bad and no one gets it. Like, absolutely don't feel that way at all. Um, just like the, the, the kind of dull underlying economic reasons, really. Like, yeah. I think, um, you know, we're just decades into an Austra Australian policies of like incentivizing all private wealth to be invested in housing and that... Like, you know, that, that reaps a benefit for 60% of the population. And then, you know, the, there's a chunk of the remainder that can deal with that. But then those are sort of who are sort of at the bottom rung financially, that like, that's a real, that's a real catastrophic cost to be like, well, okay, not only are you never going to afford a place, but even, you know, now rent is like just eye-wateringly high unless, unless you um, trade the life of whatever it is you might be doing for one that... Um, you know, can be earning the the commensurate income to, to access that stuff. And, like, those are trades that I've made before and, and you know, like, am able to do and, have you know, I'm, I'm, I have the luxury in a sense of having the capacity to make, you know, make money or whatever in a particular way if I want, but um, I'm not interested in doing that. And and the sad thing is, Nord is, like, I don't think that it's um, – it's apportioned related to the value that you provide to society or to your, yourself in your own life. And those are, I think those are just trade-offs I'm not really 
interested in seeing made anywhere, but certainly not in my own life. Like, like I often think I was thinking like how during the, um, cause during the lockdowns, obviously everyone who's a performer for a living lost all of their work. And that's only about 20 of us in the ACT really. But, um, you know, there's a, yeah, a catastrophe for, for, for us. And, um, and I was thinking, reflecting on how, like, because of the, you know, economic threat of lockdown and these things, you know, ACT government would like pay people to like go around, like wiping down, um, you know, the bike racks and things like that. And, you know, traffic pedestrian lights and things like that. And then the people that do this stuff, you know, they're entitled to like, you know, leave and super and award wages and like a, a life and could probably, you know, have a, a home to live in and things like that. And I'm like, oh, but there's no utility, like there's no, there's no um, commensurate appreciation of like the things that, that I, that happen to be in my skill set, um, which I upvote as a result in my own life. Like I don't, I'm not saying they're necessarily more important than other things, but like, you know, there's like, I, I do think that there's, you know, building community, working with people like, you know, pr uh, producing entertainment and, you know, having, creating spaces for cultural um, and, and individuals navigation. Yeah. It's really, it's obviously like it's something we all really experience as valuable in our own lives. Um, but and you don't realise until it's gone. Exactly. Yeah. And or no, most people, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah. also you don't even realise what is already there oh. that, that doesn't get yeah. to be there. Like, you know, like you realise, like the people that you have coming through here, it's astonishing how many, like, just world-grade quality of things there are right, right around the place. Like mm. like someone like Soph, like it's, it's it kind of agonising to me. I just came from a rehearsal with um, Jess High and Tristan Davies and, like, in my mind I see these guys and I'm like, God, you know, they could be doing so much they, like why aren't why isn't there a space for them to perform every day or like you know why isn't it like you know why are they doing perhaps these grind jobs that take away from their well-being when they could be doing the thing that's at the center of their skill and capacity and you know giving to others through that and the reason is like normally just a bunch of you know shithouse ordinary like they're just they're just boring the reasons that um that stuff doesn't get to exist like you know it's it's a, for me it's a boring problem to be like oh well everyone has to work um you know, way more like double the hours than they would have had to 20 years ago if, in an arts lifestyle at, at a job that they don't like because housing's so much more expensive. Why is housing so much more expensive? Is that something we all benefit from? Oh, it's just because a, a, a tiny percentile of people are benefiting massively from a tax write-off. Like, you know, that's, um, it's such a boring construction of society to me. And, uh, and I don't see, like, I've sort of done my bit of public advocacy around that stuff and, you know, written, you know, articles and Canberra mm. times and yeah. whatever else. And like, and, uh, but of course, like at the end of the day, I have to have a personal relationship with that reality and that like, you know, it's not one that I shape or, um, you know, uh, just looking at the raw demographics, it's not one that's changing for a minute. So yeah, keen to, keen to face a new Try raft of problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause like it just, it just flows through everything. Like not, um, you know, the, uh, the, the sort of low value that we have for cultural output in Australia, um, mm. Yeah, it it um, yeah. One anecdote I always tell. I'm sorry, I'm doing. I'm going on a rampage no, here, no, but it's, it's, it is my it is my yeah. topic of passion. I yeah. think about, I think about it a lot. Mm. Um, one thing I always think about is when I went to Hungary. Um, uh, one of the first times I'd been there with um, some friends, and um, my friend Jeff was introducing himself, and he said, um, "I'm Jeff," and they said, "Oh, what do you do?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I um." You know, I work uh, helping people with disabilities get jobs. I set up like businesses for them to work in, and um, and I, I wrote a book and I play in a band with Chris, and um, you know, I've made these board games. and And one said to me, I was like, "Oh, yeah, let's move out of it," or something like that. I can't remember. But uh, and and, I, and he was like, "What was that?" And I was like, "Oh, Jeff, they called you a life artist," and 
and they and they heard my tone. Like, no, 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 no. Life artist is the best thing anyone can be. And I was like, oh my god. From like from my own like cultural lens, I just thought life artist meant you're a bit of a bullshit person. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, he's not even a real like. You know, he just does whatever. Yeah. And but they're like, no, no, this is like this is the good thing. You know, be a life artist. Wow. Whereas like, uh, you know, it's like the very Australian. Look yeah. At it. yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you do you encounter this if people if people ask what you do and you're like, oh, I'm a musician and like, oh, but what do you do? But what do you really do? Like to get that one? Yeah. yeah. Now and then, yeah. Do, and I think when I was doing or? my degree, it was always like, like, you know, it's not a real degree or whatever. Like yeah. it's. Oh, it's only a cultural practice that's, you know, existed alongside humanity from the dawn of civilization. Yeah. Look, to be honest, I said that myself. Like, Yeah, exactly. But that, that sort of self-apologizing is also a huge thing that, like, yeah. you know, in the artists I work with, like, just immediately trying to undo it because, like, we cut the yeah. legs off of ourselves. And, you know, and I, like, you know, as, as um, repugnant as it is from a distance, like, I really am looking forward to being in a society like the US where people will walk into a room being like, I'm ready to be the greatest. I'm here to do <laughs> the work, you know, like you know i could never it's an alien thing to me but it, it's sort of like almost sexually exciting the idea of you know being in a room where people are not you know preemptively being like oh i'm not very good or this i can't do this or you know mm. i don't know yeah i guess this is something but it'll never whatever like that's that's kind of the default and 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 it's not to say that there aren't people in Australia that are exactly like that as well. It's just that I like working with the people who have that self-doubt and I would like to work with them in a way that in, – in a culture that encourages them to, you know, like turn up and be like, well, you know, you know, say what it is you're going to do. Stake your claim. What are you trying to do? Oh, well, I'm trying to be a singer. You know, I'm, you know, we're sort of afraid mm. to admit that stuff. Mm. Does that resonate? I think I'm starting to lately now – and you know Great. admit to wanting those kind of goals and wanting to just do it for my life you're I mean, so I'm, good so if you're as good as anyone that does any of this stuff really well, like and i'm really sad that you're going because it's like <laughs> you know you're not good because of me just to be completely <laughs> clear it's got nothing to do with but yeah you've honestly no i would not be where i am today without you so because yeah it, yeah, it does seem like you're the, the kind of person that has made is is in everyone's bands, in a way. <laughs> yeah. Like, or always, always doing it, doing something with different people. I get bored like, easily, yeah. you know. And <laughs> so that impact is definitely. It, has that made it a, a hard decision to to leave because you have such strong roots in Canberra? For sure. Look, I mean, like, if the pandemic hadn't happened, it, like the pandemic really sharpened the, like it took all these things, these phenomena I'm talking about, and took them from you know. Like really, they were already eight out of ten concerns for me, but they took them to eight hundred out of ten. Like it just, it just became mm. an, an unacceptable gap. Um, yeah, particularly given like you know, like in my cohort of people, like 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 my 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 baseline requirements. It's not like they're high, and I'm like, well, I you know need to have a really huge level of um, you know financial success or whatever to be happy, or you know need to have exactly what I want. I literally just wanted to have like a baseline entry level, being able to you know being able to just even like live in the same place for a year or just like just the, just the smallest things like um yeah like I've been um you know I, and and I, I understand that like um you know if I was like oh I really want to play cricket and I'm you know not the best at cricket and I want to play cricket all day and it's so unfair that I can't have a place to play cricket you'll be like well maybe you should not play cricket but the thing is the things that I've done have been so successful and like I feel like um and appreciated as well and so um you know, and, and I felt like the better I got at doing things, the more I invested in just doing those things and sort of, you know, like I could be doing extremely well in one sphere, but then still be at 
zero slash minus one in another. And, um, you know, like it's, you can sit around and play, blame the game for that, but you know, you play dumb games, win dumb prizes and, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, no longer, a it's unfortunately no longer a viable thing because I have other things in my life that I want, you know, like I want to be able to have a family or I want to be able to plant a garden and be around to like, you know, harvest the vegetables, you know, <laughs> yeah. just like the smallest dumb things. Um, yeah. 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 And, and again, like, you know, these, these have all been things that have been represented, but, um, you know, they're complex problems. And, um, well, I think it's exciting because we'll, you'll go over there, develop some new skills and who knows you might bring them back yeah back for to sure Canberra and uh because is it right you're you're looking to do more producing over there yeah and more in the hip-hop space yeah, yeah so i've been doing a bit of um uh, basically in the last couple of years because of the no performance stuff i sort of pivoted to doing a lot more studio stuff and um then being on my own in lockdown i just sort of turned up to the same space every day and started doing electronic music production and like I really found the joy of that where I hadn't previously had the skills I guess hadn't put in the time to mm. to learn how to do it and um so I've got a raft of stuff coming up which I guess if you're you know if you're watching this or listening because you're a fan of the stuff that I make you know maybe it'll be alienating because it's like it's pretty well it's got the same spirit it's like very upbeat and playful and energetic and uh, but um because even your latest um one Oh yeah, it is a bit different. Yeah, for sure, to, for sure. The one with Maisie. Yeah, yeah, running. running. Yeah. yeah. So good. Just a fresh one. So this is one you, pr- you you made the beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, uh, I don't know how much of the song you want to play. How much I should talk we, over we it? Can, we can get it. Nah, we yeah. can talk over it. Okay. But people go check it out because it's a tune. Oh. Absolute tune. Oh, great. We've got like Ariana Grande up in camera. Oh, no, <laughs> she's, she's so great. good. She's great. Amazing line. Yeah. Um, An yeah. angel. So this is the first tune that I, I guess, completely produced in this way. Um, and uh, cool. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I had so much fun making this type of stuff with Maze. We've got other things as well um, coming up, and uh, like yeah, I've just as I said earlier, like I'm on a like a a dam of you know of tunes. Like there's dozens and dozens and dozens of things that I'm just so keen to get out simultaneously, really. So um, I'll, I'm keen to take that energy to other people and like see you know. Um, see see where it can go like you it's know exciting. like like i love it so much i happily do it all day every day and i look forward to being in an environment where everyone else is around to do it all day every day yeah. or at least other people are dedicated yeah. you know have the space to be dedicated and yeah um, yeah i don't know i was talking to louis about this just yesterday that like watching the the genius doco like one of the striking mm. things is like 
like, and, and this is, I mean, it's, it's, it should be a no brainer, but, um, it is something you need to say out loud sometimes. Like we're in an outlier expensive society with where access to space is difficult for some reasons uh, for certain people. And like you watch these things and you just see that they're just like constantly, t you know, it's not like they've made it or have a bunch of money, but they've, you know, everyone's got a little studio set up and it's not like, it's not an extremely premium thing, but you know, you, you can just go and like people are around to give, you know, to turn up and give the time, yeah. like drop in here, do this, you know, I'll add this. I know you're there, you know, mm. um, and that sort of stuff just snowballs so quickly in terms of your capacity to do things because of course you get better the more yeah the more you do stuff and um yeah i wonder what like is it if you're looking at what canberra needs to do it's almost like is it a a site like a population thing like having enough no, people it, it really or isn't. to like, to sustain that sort of thing or is yeah like i i would have uh like i think like it's not a nil element but um you know that that also doesn't exist in like like Sydney really like and Sydney's mm. got like 20 times the numbers or something like it's that. It's much more commercial like you book a time and yeah. you go into the studio unless yeah. you're signed to a label or something. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just access to um, space is like so expensive and like like yeah. the baseline living expenses are high here and there's friction in terms of getting around and things like that. Like I mean you know I sort of always say that Canberra's like bigger than Iceland and Iceland mm. you know had room for so, like you know Björk and Sigaross and like monsters and like just yeah. like you know just huge global um artists and uh like there's no reason that people here can't make that quality of stuff in many instances people absolutely are making <laughs> yeah. that quality of stuff um and uh, also Canberra's so rich which is the real fr frustrating part of it because we're rich and we do put money into the arts but uh, mm. uh the Hellenic club making a yeah, the Hellenic yeah. Club, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the yeah. stadium, the yeah. New Hellenic Club yeah, stadium. Yeah, yeah. But, but this is the thing. It's a misalignment thing, you know. Like, they all got the land for community purposes and then they, they got pokies and then, you know, like what's their incentive to actually provide utility? Nothing until now where the pokies money's running out so they have to think of something else That's to do and they thing. got all these tens of million dollars. But, you know, like it, don't you think it's crazy how like, <laughs> like say the Ainsley Football Club has like, like it's a football club, you go to the games and there might be a hundred people that are like, you know, friends and family that are watching and they've got a turnover of like a hundred million plus. Whereas like, like wouldn't it, if I told you that, it, you know, but like the Stallions basketball club in Belconnen, they had a turnover of a hundred million to be like, well, that's an insanely odd thing to exist in a society, but it exists. It happens to exist for one, for some football clubs here. Like it's just such a, it's such an alien mismapping that has no, mm. no bearing on what's actually enriching or of utility to people's lives. It's just an arbitrary thing, but it's like such a, it's such a weight of like, um, you know, like we're, we're so lucky to have the Polish club, which is where we're playing tonight. Um, big, but, but it's because they chose to get rid of the pokies. And so they had to find something else to do. But even then, like, you know, it, it's uh, like not to attack the Polish community that's been so good to me. And I love the building so much. I love the people there and I love the space, but isn't it odd that like, like why, why can't, why, why, you know, why can't the musicians, why isn't it a viable thing for musicians to, to have a space to like, like have a big hall to put on shows? Cause you can't mm. afford to do that stuff mm. or have the money, but you know, like, oh, but this certain ethnic community, you know, of course we'll give them a, a building and whatever else. Like it's, a, I don't begrudge that also existing, but it's, uh, it's just so odd that yeah, like, you know, like why, like where, like say if you wanted to rehearse, if we wanted to rehearse today, where would we go? 
oh, we could go to my house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, dog. Yeah, but like we'd be totally beholden to whatever personal stuff you have. Like it wouldn't be like, oh, we'll go to the studio where there's a PA and there's yeah, mics and, amps also. And, and, and instruments and amps. And, and we course, could make as much noise as we'd like exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs> and do you know who's getting better in the world like between the two people, like the two groups, cohorts? Like the artists that can turn up and practice in a space that's exactly like where they're going to perform or going to record yeah. or whatever, yeah. like without friction. It's, they're going to yeah. be a, a hundred times further within a year mm, than, yeah, so than us. So like, yeah, because, and not even that, because even more than that, we wouldn't even bother turning up to rehearse because, like, oh, I'm not sure if the housemate's home or we're not sure. Yeah, if, Chris know, is well, working I, from home today. Yeah, like, exactly, oh. exactly. So, yeah. like, um, you know, those sorts of barriers are so, um, yeah, they're, I, I don't know, that, that's, it's so odd how, like, how heavy they are but unappreciated as a problem. I guess because they're invisible in the same way as, like, um, yeah, people, the general public only see the show. They don't yeah. even realise that yeah. the amount of work that's gone into getting everyone together, yeah. just organising and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, it gets lost on people. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, also, like, particularly as, you know, I'm further into adulthood than so, like, um, you know, all of my peers to sort of have stable lives, they both, you know, they'll, they'll be in, like, relationships where they both have to work full time to be able to, you know, afford a lifestyle of that kind of stability. And it just means that no one's around to do stuff in, in certain, in certain ways, obviously like, you know, if you want to go to the pub and have a meal or whatever, that, that exists as an option too. But if you want to like spend a few, like if like Eagle village is something that in the abstract, it sounds so easy. Like, Oh, what do you need? Just, just a space and a few days. That's not like, like the artists aren't paid for it or anything like, you know, they're super mm. happy to do it. You just need food and a space for a few days. Geez, that sounds extremely accessible, which it would be if we were like okay, a kindergarten or like, I don't know, just like literally any, literally any other type of thing in society. But um, yeah. And, and which is, which is so funny because there is so much money spent, like, you know, the Bell Connolly Arts Centre was just built. That was like $5 million. Mm. Like that, and it's got a big, beautiful theatre mm. and things like that. Um, you know, but would we ever think of like, oh, we should go there and, you know, rehearse. Like wouldn't even enter the mind because yeah. because the, you know once these things because once these things are constructed by government they have their own bureaucracies and have their own yeah. systems and of course you know application processes yeah. and yeah. it it, it uh, naturally benefits those people that can navigate those effectively navigate. Yeah. 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 yeah which are very often not, not you know, it's, it's a set of well it's a set yeah. of executive functions that isn't 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 necessarily correlated it's to like, yeah. to being a you know a type of creative in particularly. Yeah, I mean, musicians aren't, you know, we need the most easy famous. Access. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but really, like, where, wherever there's naturally easy <laughs> access, you're going to get more work done. And um, yeah, yeah. Mm. So well, you've got lots to look forward to in Canberra. So <laughs> <laughs> look, I, there is heaps for you in yeah, Canberra. Yeah, I mean, Canberra's really excellent for so many things. As far as the cities, yeah. yeah, and the people here, and like the, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hanging around. I'm here for a reason. I think. Like, I thought when I finished uni, I'd go to. Maybe Melbourne, Brisbane, you know. Are Queensland. you from Canberra originally or you came for uni? Yeah. Uh, I grew up here, yeah. yeah. No. Um, spent some time, like my last three years of high school, I was in Sydney. So I got a feel for, you know, a bigger city. And I don't know, I don't think I'd live in Sydney unless I had a butt ton of money. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so I, th I always thought I'd be going somewhere else. But after, I don't know, I think, I think like meeting you guys like at Eagle Village and having that experience and making more connections through that, um, I'm sticking around and it's good. And I think, you know, I don't know, every day is sort of, you know, I consider oh, maybe I should go study psychology or something or <laughs> like, you know, yeah, definitely crosses the mind, but yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard to know because it's because it's like a, it's not necessarily a inherently legitimate pursuit, you know. Yeah. Like it doesn't like yeah like I I, I feel like if you're telling someone in the abstract you're like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm gonna you know do psychology and you know become a psychologist. Then you're like, oh yeah, oh, great, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. a real thing. But if you, yeah, if you say oh, I'm gonna you know. I think yes. I think subconsciously everything like all this af- does affect me, but. I, I'm not ashamed to be like I'm a musician and that's what I'm yeah, trying to person. spend my days doing when I'm not, you know, at my bar job or mm. um, teaching vocals or, you know, the other casual job that I do. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't wait to see what, what you get up to in America and maybe I'll come over. I could fall flat. Like, who knows? Like, it's a big risk. Who knows? But, yeah. uh, like, it is very much on my radar to, like, go there and you know, drop a line back for all the people well, that I we'll think are excellent, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Like set up, you know, like I hope to like get, you know, ingratiated with some book, booking worlds and like, uh, you know, performance spaces to, to have enough of a capacity to like, Oh, you know, like whatever shows you imagine that you could put on here, like you know, it, you know, California alone has got 40 million people or something like that, you know, that, and in a much smaller space, of course you could just do them every night there. And like, you know, if, can find viable ways to do that to mm. you know make sure everyone can come over and we'd do a bunch of shows and you know make yeah. at least cover the That's cost of doing it it'd, be, it'd just be so great oh, and opportunities cool. gonna yeah, be huge exactly and yeah. like you could just imagine like you know what's gonna make you better at your craft three months of doing that or the next five years of you know spacing out the same amount of shows like yeah. it's, it's a no-brainer and yeah. so uh, yeah I really hope to be able to create oh, so some of that so like an idea would be that a Canberra band could potentially go there for three months, doing almost living there. As a, and it's something I want to set up with yeah. my own band because, like in my own, I mean, I, I, with, with all this like new electronics. No, yeah. no, just which, with Andrew, like with yeah. my own, oh, yeah, with yeah. My, all my new electronic stuff, which I haven't uh, released any of. Um, did a show at the Front Yard Fest. Thank you to our sponsors, Capital Brew, <laughs> um, the other day, and um, you know, I mean, two thirds of that really was. Um, Soph and Maisie and Jess and Tristan um, as a, like, sh- show. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, it'd be great to – and then a small percentage was Louis as well. <laughs> I should have mentioned that he was there um, on the wood block. <laughs> yeah, he was on that, yeah. Rock the block. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I – um, so many, actually, of the artistic projects that I admire generally are sort of big uh, – like like are, are products of communities and mm. you know they're sort of you get a lot of different voices within them or in a lot of different people showcased or a, diff- a lot of different um different types of things showcased within it and because it feels like because when things are set up like that it's much more just like um organic expression of whatever's happening and and, and a high rate of production rather than you know this is me and this is what I do and everyone has to keep that at the center of what we're looking at like which which is also a completely valid thing to do but just doesn't appeal to me as much to watch. No. No, very exciting. Keen to see what comes of it. Oh, you're welcome to visit. I'll come visit, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and how about you, So, if you're – from what I can tell, you've only got one track on SoundCloud that I could find. Oh, do I? Oh, yeah, do you even have that? <laughs> yeah, it's good is that, is that from a year ago? Oh, yeah, that was from like an assignment that I'll, I did. I'll send you a link. I'll send can I can – can we get a preview or something? Yeah, yeah, let's preview. Yeah, what, like, what do you want? We know. we got to listen to this assignment now too. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> Holy water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or Olivia. Or... 
This will take a minute, so you keep you keep having a yeah. conversation. Um, yeah, so you're keen stuff in like the release pipeline. You, you've kept it clean so that you can kind of hone in on certain, uh, find what you want to do and then do it properly. Is that the idea? A little bit. I think so. Yeah, partly. I think. Man, I don't know. I think it was just what I listened to was know who people that inspire me at the moment like Dora Jar I'm obsessed with her at the moment and you can tell like she's written stuff she's written her own music with you know sitting with her guitar you can hear it in some of the tunes but then the production is great as well and I haven't got those skills to do by myself in my room yet like I'm would like to one day but I think that's going to take so time. one day about it you just got to start doing it just that's what it, I realized because yeah. I had the same mentality for like a decade and then yeah then yeah with you know staring yeah, at my hands during the pandemic it's like mm. yeah just start doing it um I are you comfortable with me sharing playing a bit of Hollywood yeah if you want to shut on yeah. I mean it's different I mean all of them are quite yeah. different and I think that's also something why I haven't like released something yet because I'm like oh it is all different but at the same time don't want to put myself in a box I don't think I really it's, matters these days yeah. anyway just, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah, feel free to, did you send a link? Yeah, I already sent it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just well, we, should, it we should also share need that, that we did together. I mean, we also, we did this one together. Yeah. But you feature more on it, you know, you wrote the, the <laughs> on that, was it a Juno no, keyboard? No, it's a horrible, what? it was, um, no. I say horrible, it's great, it's uh, it's like Roland Red one. Roland Red yeah, keyboard is so is. good. Yeah. So much, so many cool sounds. Yeah, well. And then yeah. Need just sort of, I mean, well, Ben then manipulated them with his yeah. magic. Magic hands. And this is the one we were talking about that was like after that. Yeah, first time. Beautiful morning session. This is very different to what my single's going to be. No hedging. Soak in her holy water. We hold her, we adore her as she ripples through us, our hearts. Divine feminine, that was kind of the main, yeah. It's a conversation. Convo and inspiration behind this track. Yeah, um, it's also, um, like, this is all just as as it was done in those hours, you know, there's no, like... We haven't revisited re- it. No. Or, re- yeah. No. But you Nor think, do you I think, think you will. Yeah, no. Nah. I think you lose, like, whatever you gain, you lose more. Yeah, I think... Not, not I always, definitely, but in I, this instance. I definitely... Sure. Yeah, I think I'd like to release this. Um, maybe that could be the next one. Don't know. Get it out. I want need. 
<laughs> yeah, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Need um, is the one that we did with Ben and um, Charlie, who's also doing this one. Well, we should put it on just to... Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Getting the exclusives in. Yeah, I was okay. giving it all out. <laughs> People will dub it and then release it, you know? <laughs> yeah, clip it up. And please do, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah run this shit up on TikTok. Like, I just yeah. want it to be heard. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what's taken me so long... Like, my mum's like frustrated with it. She's like, why are you going to put stuff up on? I'm like, I don't know. I think I just... It's all in good time. Yeah. I think the, the track that I'm going to release next month is... When it came out, we, Louie and I made it in lockdown, and it just felt good that day. And I was like, I think I just decided on that day after having a chat with Joel and Billy that um, I just needed to get the ball rolling I think I, I had this idea that my first single needed to be like the you know perfect and yeah. the, the one, yeah, boxes, that's the the one. Yeah, it's a process yeah. not and a then like having a chat with Joel was just like no I did you just need to get the ball rolling yeah. and so I went back and looked at all my songs that I have written by myself like before Eagle Village and I think I just I just want to do something else I wanted to kind of be like all right that's what got me to here and now I want to and then we made that the song in my mess that's about to come out and uh, I was like, cool, that's gonna, that can be the first one. Put it out there. And um, yeah. So this is with Ben Walner and Charlie Seymour Grant. And Chris and I. Barely been a minute and I can't stop thinking about ya. Barely been a minute and I go. Yeah, and Ben just yeah, whipped up all this, pro- you know, it's producer Chops just making all this oh, come together in such a cool way. Yeah, it was really nice because it was like a real luxury for me because I can't think of a chorus. It was such a luxury as a process because, um, like, uh, normally when I'm sitting there making electronic music, I gotta like, you know, record it in, and then you know, you, you know, you're doing the interface as well as the playing. But there, I just could just lie on the floor and like play line at a time as it came and it was like no obstacle because Ben was like oh that's cool and c- catch it in and, then just, like, yeah, and I'm just you know, just comfortable like, whoop, 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 whoop. you know like, <laughs> this just made it all so easy and fun and then we were all just chilling out just dancing yeah <laughs> yeah oh can't believe it yeah, yeah. good times <sighs> yeah very good I want to do that just every day obviously yeah that's it like everything else seems so blah <laughs> nah 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 there's there's other good stuff. There's a show tonight. On. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. Yeah. No, I mean, all other things. Like oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Music. Lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Lunch is great. Mustard flats. Breakfast. Mustard flats. You know. Breakfast is trash. The key destinations, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just the key, yeah, the anchors of our life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we like to think of us as that. The anchor of Canberra, maybe. Yeah, but what are your impressions on, like, um, you know, like, you've had a, quite a volume of 
things through here. Like quite yeah, a, it's yeah. been awesome. Sure, yeah. what, 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 are the, what, are the, what are the big thing, takeaway things that you're like, oh, wow, I'm surprised to realize, you know, after this many conversations. Well, it's that. just the, the volume of, like you were saying before, yeah. the amount of people that are doing such good stuff. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, and I, it's almost, yeah, it, I was thinking about, you know, what you're saying, like what is the reason why it's, there's a little hurdle here in Canberra that's always been around, like that people talk about, but I wonder if it is changing and, you know, becoming um, more of a hub for that sort of stuff. People are sticking around. Yeah, that's definitely but, true. Um, yeah, and then are, are people in Canberra interested? Like no, a lot of people seem to not know about what's going on yeah. here. And so you're like, why is that? Why doesn't anyone know about, you know, these awesome shows or these top tier like songs that are out on spotify everyone can listen to them but so yeah it's kind of funny like even the huge successes from here like i often think about it like um you know safia or like genesis or we doing their big tour you know is like there's nothing about a hometown show that's like that feels like intrinsically extremely special from the outside because it's like it doesn't do you know what i mean does does that make sense yeah like i was thinking about that in terms of genesis yeah um and his um show at the enmore and i was like and i've been to the enmore many times you walk in there and you're like fuck this place is sick yeah and you're like but where's he playing here but you see the uc refectory you're like the big spot there yeah there's there's no uh history or like Maybe the continuity the and the magic yeah. and that's the thing with the continuity actually especially because like I feel like it's because it's not as though Genesis wasn't playing great shows here the whole time yeah. on the way it's just that it's not going to be in the same place or a place that's connected in any way or a place that has a feeling that's connected in any way you know like mm. and it would be the same with Safia like I don't know where they would do their shows here like convention centre or something like well, we know, know the Hellenic Club is going to be the Hellenic next Club spot. Hellenic Club is going to be the next yeah. spot, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure they'll do a great job because their their alignment is to make sure that the shows are good, not to um, build a theatre to justify, I don't know, whatever else. <laughs> yeah. The expenditure, yeah, tax write-off or something. Yeah, bleak. Sorry for sorry, sorry for bringing up the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Never mentioned the clubs. <laughs> but for now, we got the Polish Club. We've got shows tonight. What else is coming up? Uh we know you're off soon, but... No, I'm still uh, doing releases, you, though. I've got a lot got, of stuff yeah. in the pipeline. Yeah. I've got my third album is basically done. I, it's so funny. It was yesterday <laughs> or the day before I finished. I've just got so much stuff on at the moment, I forgot. Um, yeah, my third album's done, and uh, Sophie's on it. And it's, it's kind of like all on these um, themes that we've been talking about, uh, like, have informed a lot of it. Certainly the emotional energy of this stuff has informed um, most of the writing, as it inevitably would... Um, and uh, I'm really excited to get out of that because I think it's good. Anyway, you be the judge for yourselves. Um, I just sent you a track, so you, yeah, you're welcome to. This is a world preview premiere. Wouldn't taste much better. I wouldn't savor the memory. I'm all against it. I hear you calmly come. While amongst it, I'm running for the numb. Good to give it up. my feet I'm gonna fade guess I'm calling on all my hits gonna calm my head gonna feel what feels you say nothing's better but- 
How are you into it? Great. Mm. Yeah, I'm really excited to get it, get it all polished and out the door. Not too far off. I, I'd say in, before the end of the year, the whole album will be out, I'm sure. It's like a um, hard but delicate track. What else? I got a, another show on the, at the Polish Club on the 30th of April with my band from ANU. Yeah, yeah oh, we're called Morris. Um, yeah. yeah, I play with um, Gus Henderson, plays with the drums, and he also writes tunes as well. He's on Spotify, Gus Henderson. He's an amazing writer, brilliant composer, and um, great human being. Oh. And yeah, we so he's so our band sings like his songs and my songs, and we're cool. writing stuff together. Cool. And um, yeah, I applied for a grant to get <laughs> to be able to record all the stuff that we've done so far for like a couple of days, and just didn't get the grant. Yeah. Um, That's grants. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a skill that I probably could work on. Grants, yeah. 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 But, um, one day I reckon I'll apply for another one and um, hopefully get it, and then we can record. Uh, that band stuff which is cool so we're playing a show there at the Polish Club um, God, I was supposed to yeah I mean everything I was supposed to do stuff at Transit Bar which is cancelled the past two have been cancelled yeah this, yeah, the, everything's getting COVID like it's, it's so funny because it's like amazing. it's like because the general hump of society is past like the the all the lockdowns etc for COVID uh, yeah I, I think it's a general sense of, of like it's still like I cancelled a show last week because I was in at transit as well because I was yeah. in isolation. Mm. It's, it's just still yes. like that's the one of the remaining yeah places. It's it's affecting really yeah, strongly. Yeah, yeah, and it was always the, the that was always the prediction that the musicians were going to be the first to get hit and the last to come back. Um, but it's it's a funny full circle because like one of the last gigs I did before the lockdown was um like a fundraiser charity for the the bushfire stuff. And like then in the intervening two years, like there was so like adverse and like, you know, like there's so many, like the only sort of form of assistance was really grants and they were competitive and obviously everyone in the world was applying for them. So only, you know, 10% of people were getting them. I, I didn't yeah. get anything. And, um, and I was like, that's it. I'm not doing any more charity shows or whatever. But on Saturday, I'm doing a charity show again <laughs> for, yeah. for Lismore. Yeah, yeah, that comparison has been drawn a few times. Yeah, and it's always yeah. the, it's so the, funny. The, the musicians and the artists that, Rally get up knocked and, on the door yeah, yeah. And, and do those yes. shows. Yeah. yeah. Now the way to do yeah. it is like you know Woolworths should pay the artists to put on a show for charity to raise money for charity. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know, like yeah. Yeah. I, I think true. they've got the yeah. money. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Compared to me, they've got the fucking money. <laughs> I mean, the, the cost of groceries at the moment's going up. So yeah, right. Woo. Even that yeah. should cover it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad Love you're it. doing the shows and yeah, with the yeah. band. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> get the single out. Which one? When you get, get a date? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, the band's soon. gonna do. We're, we're, we're kind of doing like a Morris rendition of it. So Dylan Slater plays guitar, Harris Hodzik is on bass, and um, right. yeah, I showed them the tune you know, a couple of months ago when we did a show at Gang Gang, and then they pick it up like that. And, yeah, of course. Um, just yeah, we did our rendition of it. Um, so I'll probably yeah, play that single at the at the. But but Gus has organised this whole big band. Like it's like Morris with a big band. It's like all the horn sections oh, and he's wow. right now. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Oh, so sad to miss that. Yeah, Polish um, uh, Polish couple uh, of thirtieth was film it? Film it or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that yeah. sounded sound like you're definitely gonna do that. Thank you. <laughs> We, we, we need to get one of those uh, segue things with your face oh, on it, that and would then be you can go to gigs and camp. Yeah. But anyway, thank you. I'd be worried that he'd have a better life than I have somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
but no, never get COVID. Very excited yeah. to see what uh, comes up next for both you overseas and so for you here in Canberra. So thank you very much for joining the flats, and thank uh, you. we'll let you get ready for the shows tonight. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks for having us.